How was your weekend, man? It was pretty uneventful. I'm not going to lie to you. I babysat off Saturday. My mom, we had a mom birthday dinner on Sunday uh, afternoon. So that was nice. Uh, a bunch of us got together for her. I didn't really do anything. Hmm. I lived in the bed the whole... Other, the, the other part of Saturday that I wasn't babysitting, I was in the bed reading shit on Reddit. Like, I went, I, I don't know why I popped into the Reddit app, and the first thing I saw was, name a creepy experience that has stuck with you for your whole life. And boy, did I, did I fall down a rabbit hole. There's some crazy people out there, dog. There was, like, a bunch of stories about, like, you know, like, supernatural shit, of course, and then there was shit like weird people. Like, one of them, like, the girl, and her mom heard something coming out from outside of the house. So she opens the blinds, and the nigga's just standing there staring. And then he doesn't leave. Like, he just stays there for a couple more seconds, and then just calmly walks off. Yeah. Like, those are the type of people you gotta just shoot. Like, because you're not even startled by being discovered about being a creep. You're just like, hey, I'm here. What's up? Like, no, they should have shot that nigga. At least threw something at the window, like a knife or something, a fucking air fryer. I would, I would have threw something. That nigga's, he's gonna, he's gonna take some damage. I'm gonna take some HP points away from him. I think my Friday night was loaded, and then by Saturday, it just went down. It's a steep decline in activity, huh? <clears throat> and then only to perk back up again yesterday. Oh, okay. Um, we'll I, we'll go over some of the things that I watched uh, a little later on in the show. But, yeah, for the most part, I, I think this is why All-Star Weekend should have just been split up into two days instead of trying to comp- comprise everything into one. Because at least on Saturday, I can have, like, the skill challenge and the slam dunk. You know what I mean? Like, I they had look, something to look forward care. to. They don't care weekend. about your schedule. But I'm just saying, like, it, it, it would have been something to look forward to in the schedule. Yeah, I'm going to tell you why the shit was a waste of time in the first place this year. Um, Every part, every little part of it was a waste of time. But, um, yeah, didn't really do much. Because I, I think all of my excitement right now is towards this week. With, you know, the warm weather and stuff and... I told you um, about today, just sitting in a cold space, looking outside, looking at uh, how spring is about to spring. <laughs> wow. I guess. <laughs> and seeing like like birds and shit chirping and squirrels running around. And when white folks wear shorts and flip flops, I know life is going to be somewhat all right outside. Somewhat. Oh, my God. You know? Shorts and flip flop weather. It's 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 happening. It's coming. Oh, Danny, get those pale legs out. It's time. It's your time, brother. Maybe his legs aren't pale because you know he's been in Florida all year. He might be all right. If he comes back and his shits are still white, that nigga might come back looking like Pauly D. Or Portland Ken. Remember Portland Ken? Oh wow. Yeah. Now if he comes back looking like Snicky, then we have a problem. Wow. Now on to the greatest song that was ever made. 
As soon as it wants to play. It's a lot of silence. <laughs> <laughs> no, this isn't Pootie Tanks. I wanted to play the whole thing. Bro. I know you did. I wanted to play the whole thing. Welcome to uh, This Ain't a Podcast featuring Spread. Y'all know my name. And now. Uh, you, you all right, man? Yeah, I'm, I'm all right. I keep looking outside. Um, <laughs> I keep looking outside the window this right nigga, This nigga's looking out the window to another house. <laughs> Um, we got a lot to get into today. A lot of actually did happen over the weekend. Um, I want to first say once again that I was wrong. I apologize. What were you wrong about? That inside the NBA documentary series. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, no, they they did exactly what they needed to do on that. It was wonderful because Ernie's was great because, I mean, you know a little bit about Ernie. Like, if you're a fan of the show, you know a little bit about him. But they really went into to detail about, like, him going through the cancer. Uh, I think it was non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, I believe. I could be wrong on that. But they went through that, and they really went through his career. Um, I did not know. That there was a host before him, and it was just a brother. It was just a brother in a studio, and that's how Inside the NBA started. And then they brought in Ernie because he was more local to everything. And and um, you you had like a whole bunch of people from like ESPN on it, and they would talk about how they would do Sports Center, but every Thursday night for that Sports Center, they would have Inside the NBA on TV. Or like on one of the little TVs that they would have, like on a set or whatever, and they would just watch, and they were mad that they couldn't do any of the stuff that they were doing over at TNT. All in all, I, I understand where you were coming from, where you were like, I don't really want to see an episode about Shaq or Charles or Kenny. That those were actually necessary, because instead of them talking about their careers on the court for for about a good twenty minutes of it, they did that just so if you didn't know who they were. And like this is your introduction to them, 
that was that. And then other than that, like after that, it was all about their contributions to the show in that regard and stuff like that. The one that almost got me was actually Saturdays, which was Charles. And in the middle of that, they did a tribute to Craig Sager. Mm -hmm. And uh, boy. I'm going to tell you something. My little niece, Aurora, she's been saving your boy from like a lot of heartbreak as of late. Because I told you about the playoff game where she like walked in like while the Ravens were losing and I was about to be pissed and I just forgot all about it. Like all the pain just sort of left. They did that little Craig Sager segment because I was over there. Like, because I had, I really had nothing to do. So I was just, let me go over there and smoke and kick it with my peoples. And the Craig Sager part came up and I started to tear up because the, the, the tribute was beautiful. And she just walks in and like sits on my lap and goes, You okay? And I'm like, Oh, yeah, I'm better now. But she saw that the tears were about to, that Craig Sager tribute was beautiful. The Shaq episode, okay. It didn't need to be that damn long. The Shaq one didn't need to be that damn long. The Kenny one, I learned a lot more about Kenny the Jet Smith from that episode. The Chuck one, that was for laughs. But the Shaq one was a little long. All in all, the docuseries, it was it was it was it was good. It was good. It was better than what I thought it was gonna be. Uh but Friday I watched the Ernie portion of that and then I watched Coming to America <laughs> I'm going to note the, the pros I'm not going to talk about the cons okay okay because comedy is subjective I like the fact that they brought back a lot of the cast from the previous movie um, obviously they couldn't do the queen because uh, she passed away back in like the 90s. Madge Sinclair. But they, they did bring back a lot of. And when I say a lot of. I mean. Uh, I can't. I think it, her name is Vanessa Bell Calloway. I could be wrong on that. But she was the one that. Um, Eddie was supposed to, supposed to bury in that. Yeah. She comes back. So Wesley Snipes character is her brother. And she comes back. And she's still hopping and barking. But it is like. They did certain things like that. Um. The beatboxing twins or whatever from like when they were doing the speed dating, they show up. So they were able to like get some of the key elements in there. It just gave me director video type vibes. Like the whole movie. But I mean my folks laughed to it. They they thought it was funny as hell, but my mom loves coming to America, like the first one, so I knew she was gonna enjoy this. I just was not big into it. But it had its moments. What else did I want? WandaVision? I'm mad. Why are you mad? Because there's not another one next week. <laughs> yeah, it's over. <laughs> it's over. It's the last one. And it's it's WandaVision's over completely. Like they're not doing another season. This is it. I was pissed. That finale was good as hell. It was perfect. That shit was amazing. When White Vision showed up? I'm marked out. Hey, I don't appreciate how y'all doing Vision on the internet. I don't appreciate that at all. His that name is Vision. That, that nigga. 
<laughs> oh, shit. As soon as I see the upside, I said, oh, these niggas about to have a field day with this shit. Somebody said he looked like the owner of LLC. That the, the ones that say, oh, men Wanda don't talk no more. I hate y'all so much. I like the one where you, they, they got him with a black in his mouth and the belt. Uh, talk, talk about I had a vision of whooping y'all ass. <laughs> Yo, fuck y'all. Every one of y'all. Y'all need to go to hell. That, those shits are fucking great. But that finale was just, oh my God. Catherine and the, Hahn. And the setup to all everything else without having... Like we were all banking on them throwing some some big some 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 big person in there to 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 hype it up. We didn't need it. We really didn't. <clears throat> we didn't need none of it. The setup to, to it set up like four different movies. It set up a whole lot of shit. I can't wait. I can't wait. My overdid it. I told nigga. I told nigga. Stop, yo, y'all. We gonna stop sleeping on these dudes. They know they do it. All right, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, y'all up, y'all up, to, and I, I, I can't wait for that. Ooh, excuse me, I can't wait for that. Y'all up, y'all can't disappoint, man. Wandavision, it's sort of like now what we not gonna do is look at Falcon and Winter Soldier like Wandavision. No, we can't do that. We it's can't do that. Two entirely different kind of things, people. Don't let me get online the first week and be like, man, this ain't this ain't like Wanda. No shit, ain't no magic in this. I think the number of women watching it is going to drop off. Because there was a lot of women watching WandaVision. Obviously because well, yeah. the main protagonist is a woman. Yeah. But, yeah, they're going to be like, oh my god. Of, this is- a lot of women, um, they sympathize with Wanda's plight in this show. And I don't, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to jump into it, but it's toxic. I I I I don't know if it's toxic. I think I'm thinking the plight. No, Wanda was toxic. As no, I'm thinking the plight they're 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 tapping in with is the loss. And I'm like, oh well, shit, y'all niggas really been going through it. God bless mm. y'all. Oh, you talking about on the? I thought she was talking about how she, like she just took over an entire town. No, 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 no. no, no. I'm talking on a on a on a, on a deeply rooted loss level. Oh no. No, yeah. God bless you, sisters, because. Yeah. Uh, on, on on International Women's Day, I'm here to tell you, I love you all. And you are all love. All of y'all. Oh, and a special shout out to my mother. It's her birthday today. Happy birthday, mom. You'll never hear this, but I love you. She refuses to listen now. Yeah, it's too much cussing for her. Yeah, I cuss way too much. Which is understandable. I do. But she's she's fine. But yeah, I see I seen a lot. Like I like I didn't realize how many women were like, Yeah, I feel the, the loss that she's feeling. I felt that before. I'm like, damn. I didn't get a chance to listen to that new Drake. I, I was supposed to. Hey, I man. Just, hey, man. I heard it was listen. Uh, it was a three-pack of greatness. Listen. So, it was a three-pack. He gave us a three for it again. I'm like, okay, I appreciate that. Now, what's next is going to be the single that's going to end up probably on the albums, too. Because that's just going to do numbers. He had a, he had a track with uh, Lil Baby. It was all right. It was all right. But as soon as we realized that Drake's all right is a lot of artists great, the better we're going to feel about enjoying his music the way it should be enjoyed. Because that was easily the worst of the three tracks, but it's still better than a lot of rapper shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I get it. And then the third track, him and Rose, hey, man.
him and Rosé are perfect together. I don't know what it is. Is it the embellishments? Maybe. Or maybe it is just... Like, I remember how hype I got when I heard Jada Kiss say, uh, my bathtubs lift up, my walls do a 360. Knowing damn well he was fucking lying. But not giving a damn that he was fucking lying. I'm starting to think that Rick isn't really lying anymore. No, I don't think he is anymore. I know in the beginning, yeah, okay. But... Only because... Him and Drake are definitely suited to not lie about anything that's going on in their life anymore. Um, and watching Coming to America, I was like, damn, that, that palace, that whatever house they're in, oh, yeah, he, yeah, that he, shit uh, is, is fly. And then I read Saturday, that was Rick Ross's house. Yes, that's Rick Ross's house. But like the backyard, all it, well, it, it was originally owned by Evander Holyfield. Yes. And then Rick Ross bought it. But I was sitting there going, God damn. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't think it. And I swear, now I don't think Rick is. is I swear he did that despite Fifty. Because remember, Fifty had Tyson's house, but I think that was in Phoenix, I believe it was somewhere out west. No, no, no. Ross is in Atlanta. No, I'm talking about uh, the the Fifty Fifty Cent buying Mike Tyson's house. No, that was in Connecticut. I thought that was out west. No, that was in Connecticut. I thought he was in like Vegas or some shit. No, 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 no. no. That first house he bought that they did the PIMP video. That was Mike Tyson's house. And that was in Connecticut. But I swear he did it despite because it, it just it was just too easy to 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 attach those two together. Uh 50 bought Tyson's house. Ross bought <laughs> Vander Holyfield's house. They don't like each other. It was just too easy. But nah, these dudes rap reality now bars. That is so extravagant, and you're like, are they for real? But it's so hard. And they do it better than anybody, and they do it better than anybody together. And then I'm hearing that they're working on a collab album, which I will. We got to be outside boy, to listen to that. Boy. I can't be in the house listening to that. If, if they do this, Drake's the king of the collab albums. Because I can't. I can't I can't see a way that this is not better than Watch the Throne. Watch the Throne is the standard now. But him and Future didn't quite get there, I don't think. But if him and Ross do what him and Ross do on a on a whole collab album, oh yeah. He got the title. Is this gonna be the year of the collabs that we want? Uh maybe. Who knows? Cause um when I heard this song by Bruno and Anderson, yeah, I said I need an album right now. Yeah, it's I don't, I don't want, I don't want another single. This single was fine. I need to rest right now. What's the album coming out? This month, next month. I, I, it's too late. I need it now. Nigga, you're not getting it now. When does the album come out? I have no clue. I'm pretty sure it comes out next month. This shit is fuck, dog. They got Bootsy. So they set it up to where it's like a concert and Bootsy Collins is like narrating the concert. And apparently Bootsy Collins gave them that name, that Silk Sonic name. Which he's damn near two for two with giving people names because he gave Babyface his name. Huh. So, I mean, oh man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dog. I just... When you hear good shit, you just 
just makes you want to like like I was mad that this dropped and it was cold outside on Friday. Yeah, right. Like I need to be on somebody's patio listening to this. But Drake and Ross dropping something together. Yeah, I need for it to be warm. I need for it to be warm. I need for it to be out and be active again. Yeah, because that's... So people, go get vaccinated. That's going to reset. That's going to reset a whole lot of shit, boy. And you know, Drake, is summertime. That's like... And then with, with his album coming out, too? That's like rum and coke. Oh, my God. Drake's trying to, Drake's trying to run 2021 already. Like, Drake in summertime, that, that's usually like... And that's this three this little three-pack just enough to hold, hold us over for a little bit. Yeah, like it's oh man, it's about to be spring. Here's a little three, a little three pack. So he better he better do numbers with these, and just enough numbers for him to get to his album, and then do more numbers. Man, I can't wait. Shout out to hometown, by the way. Uh, is it Maya? It's Maya, so. right? Maya Shaka. So. Yeah. Shout out to hometown on uh, this <laughs> International Women's Day. Maya Shaka from Virginia Beach, Norfolk State grad. Uh, she is a PE teacher at the Renaissance Academy. She also is the first female woman of color. Nah, fuck that. She's the first black female to be an officiant in NFL. Look at hometown. She all over the news. I didn't even know. Like, I saw that she was from Norfolk State, and then a few people went, oh, man, she was my PE teacher. And I was like, well, what school did she work at? And I was like, oh, man, y'all was bad as hell. <laughs> like, it's immediately what I thought, because you don't yeah. think of the Renaissance Academy as uh, <clears throat> I mean, you know, they go there to get reformed and things. But, but y'all, y'all, y'all was bad as hell to have her as a PE teacher. But that's neither here nor there. Shout out to you and your excellence, and we hope that it keeps going. I don't know if she's part-time or full-time. They didn't really expand on that. Because, you know, some of the referees only there for, like, maybe the regular season, and then they go on because yeah, yeah. they're, like, lawyers and shit. So they didn't break down if she's there full-time or, or part-time, but it doesn't matter. She's there. Um, let's see. All right. Uh, I'm just going to keep it on sports. The All-Star Game. Now, I was doing double duty yesterday. I was watching the All-Star game on one screen, and I was watching Revolution on the other. I just recorded it and watched it after Revolution. I, um... Steph Curry had himself a night last night with three-point competition. He made that look effortless. Yeah, he did. He made that. Yeah, he definitely did. (laughs) And you know they keep showing that picture of him with his dad, like, back in 93 or whatever, watching three-point competition, and... I fuck with that. I like that. Uh, but who was it that was? It was Luca. It was Luca who got jacked up in the uh, All Star comp- like skills competition. Thingy. Yeah, yeah. Man, man. I know it's not really going to translate into like his play on the court. Like we we already know he can do excellent things, but. Because I sort of was looking at this, and I was like, ah, Luca might have this one. Like, in the bag. I thought it was Chris Paul's to win, but uh, evidently I was wrong. <laughs> Why are you saying his name? I, um, I'm going to say this now. 
Chris Paul has got to get a little bit more respect out of some of y'all's names. Or out of some of y'all's mouths. When you look at the job he's doing with the Phoenix Suns, and the only thing that really changed was him going to Phoenix, and, and look at how that team is playing now. You know, I said they reminded me of the, the Rockets from that a couple years ago, and niggas laughed at me. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, Chris Paul, niggas when it's all said and done. Niggas laugh me out the gym, boy. And I found, I, I can't find it now, but I saw a stat of teams before he joined them. Mm-hmm. And when he was there and when he left, and boy, yeah, Chris Chris Paul. The, the only problem with that, none of those none of those appearances, none of those trips translated to any kind of hardware. I know. And that's going to suck, too. And since he's the point guard, he's directly, he directly influences that. Now, if it does translate into a ring or two. Like, say he gets the Phoenix Suns a championship this year, okay? Uh-huh. We got to start putting him in the conversation. Of what? Top five greatest point guards of all time. He's already in that conversation. Hardware or not, he's already in that. With who? I'm trying to think. He's the, he's the best point guard of our generation. See, and I'm not saying this because of the Spurs bias. I would say that Tony Parker will be above him on that because of the hardware. He got four championships doing that. Now, I know a lot of other people aren't going to do that because it's the Spurs and they're going to be sort of, you know what I mean? Chris Paul played in New Orleans. But it was still like if you're going off of championships and stuff. I could see why, like, somebody out of the blue would go, well, wait, Tony Parker got four. And that's why that's why I hate when people just use the rinks thing. If you're just looking at them playing basketball, there's no way you'd say that Tony Parker's better than Chris Paul. And then, like, a, a person that's more into, like, international ball would actually say Manu. Once again, this is not my Spurs bias popping up. I'm just saying people would definitely put because of the rings and the gold medals and stuff. Now, Chris, I think Chris Paul has at least a gold medal. I think he has two. All I'm saying, a championship will get you out of that John Stockton conversation quick. That's the main thing that's holding John Stockton. Like people saying he was the best point guard of all is because he didn't get a championship. And I can't even like with. Especially with and the era that we've been living in for the last 10, 15 years. I can't knock him for not having a championship. But if you look at Chris Paul's highlight reel from his career and then everybody else's, and you don't come away from that saying that he's the greatest point guard, not the greatest, but he's top five point guards of all time, then I don't know what film you're looking at. There's no fucking way. None. He definitely is first ballot. Easily. He's definitely first ballot. I don't know why he wouldn't be unanimous. Mm. If Ken Griffey could be unanimous, why can't why can't Chris Paul? He'll probably get first. You know what's crazy? All right, this is gonna be hold on, let me get to even though it's March. Let me go ahead and uh Get the fire ready. Because I have this one. 
I think Chris Ball would be unanimous, but LeBron wouldn't. Oh, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Hey, if if Brian Windhorse has anything to say, he will not be unanimous. There's too many LeBron. You have Jackie McMullen is a weirdo. I don't know if she would give him a first battle Hall of Fame. There's just enough sports writers that hate him to make sure that he wasn't unanimous. I think they'll make it a point to make Dwayne Wade unanimous and not for him. him. Yes. There's just enough. He's he's pissed off enough fan bases to do all of that. You're absolutely right. Because when you think of Chris Paul, you don't really think of him doing anything really controversial. Never. I mean, say what you want about the Allstate commercials. He's, but, in, he's beloved by everybody in the league. But like when, it, yeah, when it, other than Blake Griffin, remember that? That was crazy. <laughs> and nobody likes Blake Griffin enough to fault Chris Paul for anything. <laughs> I just remember, I just remember Shaq and uh, Charles like going off on that because Blake Griffin was hiding from Chris Paul when they took the tunnels. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, I don't hear. I mean, who who else? James Harden, maybe. But he's rubbed people the wrong way. He, there's nobody who's beloved enough in the league. To knock Chris Paul off of that person. Yeah. Like, he's just he just goes out there. He plays to the best of his he's, ability. He makes the, his team better. Yeah. He's the president of the players. So. He's like a coach on the court, which is great for he, like a he, guy like Devin Booker. He helped orchestrate that whole bubble last week, last season. Like, isn't he the head of, like... He's the, the president of the Players the, Association. The president, okay. Yes. And you don't get that from being an asshole. Remember, the, who, remember who the last president was? No, I can't remember. Derek Fisher, and they kicked him out. Oh, my God. <laughs> was that because of the whole... Um, yes. Yes. Right. About him arranging to get moved from teams to teams. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The Sam Dunk competition was kind of underwhelming for me. I, I Listen. You can't tell me that he kissed the damn rim when he didn't. He didn't kiss it. He, he was no... I mean, he was near it, but... He wasn't close enough to kiss it. He didn't even like. And I don't think he got. Backwards. I don't think he got high enough to actually kiss it. I was looking at it. He was close, but if he he wasn't high enough to actually put his mouth on it, but because he's small, it, it was underwhelming just because of the names involved. Yeah, but then again, you weren't going to get no big name this year. Nobody cared about any of them. The big like, names didn't even want to do the All Star Game period. Yeah. so they definitely weren't doing a dunk contest. Um. But that that was who won? Uh, Giannis won the first ever Kobe Bryant MVP award. No, second ever. Second ever. Wait, when they do the? They oh yeah, year. no, they did last year. They did last year. I apologize. Still, I think that's cool though. That, that is they cool. actually. Um, that is cool, and it um, ended. The game ended a lot better than it did last year. Do you think? Because I saw people bringing this back up from last year. Do you think they should change the logo to Kobe? Logo to Kobe? No. I think that's something that people were saying based on emotion because he just died last year. But no. So now who do you think? Because um, Jerry West says, I don't want to be the logo anymore. But he's been saying that for like a decade now. If you're going to go as who has influenced the game the most, it would have to be Jordan. See, I was thinking either. But it can't be the jump man. I was thinking it, would, it could be Magic. 
just because of the eighties when they like revitalized how the league was and stuff. I don't I don't know if Magic ever touched the game the way Jordan did. Even in not playing. Like I'm not, not I'm not fighting. I mean Jordan would be perfect to take would, I'm just I'm just thinking it would have to, it would have to be Michael Jordan. It Magic would have, would have to be in in the conversation. Yeah, the conversation is only fine. Like him, I don't know about but Bird. There's, the no, there's no way the conversation doesn't end without Michael Jordan. But just the way Jordan. that Lakers Celtics rivalry sort of in the '80s really helped, and then cable really helped, and then now you don't have tape delay games, and you're seeing the two best yeah, teams. Here's the th- Michael Michael made it able for the sport to reach levels that it never did. But off, instead of the off. jump man, what do you want? You just want him like palming with like a tongue out? Like no, it would it would be uh, from the dunk from that dunk contest, but not the actual jump man. Oh, do you mean the one where he like cupped it and went under the rim? Um, no, the one where he jumped from the free throw line, but before he went to like the jump man pose, because that dunk contest he doesn't actually. I don't. I don't believe he really does the jump man pose in that. Um, there's a point where he has he's. Leaning with the ball and his legs are back, but they're separated. But it's not, they're not spread out like you see in the Jumpman logo. Okay. But I don't think, I mean, okay, Jerry West, you don't want to be the logo. Nobody cares. I don't know if the logo is ever going to change. I know, I know everybody's universally against it at this point for, for really no reason that's not. It's not Jerry West's fault in any way that people don't want him to be the logo. When he became the logo at the time when they decided to make him a logo, he was one of the biggest basketball stars on the planet and if, at that time. If you want to do it with somebody who's not monetarily helping the league, I would do Bill Russell. I don't know what pose it would be. I'm not that from. But if you're going to do that, then it would it would only be right to do Bill Russell. And I can understand somebody saying not Jordan. Jordan has his own team. Jordan has his logo on a lot of jerseys. Jordan is mutually beneficial to the league success. I don't think Bill Russell in any real capacity works for the NBA. I know he's like an ambassador, yes. but it's not I don't, like I don't he... think it's one of those oh, let's, let's make sure Bill is on this conference call uh, that involves the owners, unless it's to tell them that they need to treat black people better. Um, I, would, I would absolutely, even as a Lakers fan and him being a lifetime, so I would not have any problem with Bill Russell being the logo. I would, I would, vote, I would vote for that. But honestly, I would vote for Bill Russell before I did Kobe and um, Jordan. Yeah, but how many of the young cats are going to appreciate? Because, you know, these kids now are talking crazy about Jordan's era. Well, he be be a bunch of plumbers and stuff. Here's the thing. If you're going to change the logo, what are you changing it for? Because clearly the logo being how it is isn't affecting anything monetarily for the league. Well, how many people actually know that the logo is Jerry West other than, like, actual fans? I I think more than you think. Really? I mean, I'm I'm not saying somebody who's never watched basketball. I'm like, yeah, that's Jerry West. I'm I'm sure it's not. That's what I'm saying. So, like, if you have Michael Jordan as a logo, people go, oh, okay, yeah, because even he's if that you, one. why does it have to be a player? This is the only league that has a player as their yeah, logo. Yeah, because they could easily just stick a basketball up there and it'll be fine. They could put the fucking trophy up there, the Bill O'Brien trophy. Yeah, that trophy would be fire. 
Why does it logo? Actually, yeah, that'd be fire. Why does it have to be an actual bat? That's the, the fucking baseball logo is a, a random person standing in the batter stance. <laughs> it's shoeless Joe you Jackson. Could, you could tell me it's any fucking person in the history of baseball. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, because it's just ambiguous. <laughs> it's Sammy Sosa now. Why the hell are y'all telling me that it's if if you never told anybody it was Jerry West, nobody would have any issues with it. And I don't think they have issues because it's Jerry West. I think the only reason this is being brought up again is because one of a one of the great icons of the sport died. So everybody wants to I'm sorry. I love Kobe Bryant as much as anybody else. He doesn't need to be the focal point of the entire league. He does not have to be that. I'm sorry. That's that's crazy. What are y'all gonna do when somebody else dies? Then you're going to be like, oh, we're going to take Kobe down for whoever this is or whoever this is. Y'all are going to argue yourselves into a fucking corner. And then you're going to get, you're getting upset because you're like, why don't these dudes want to make these changes? Because every time y'all want to change, they're not supposed to just change them. Like, that's crazy. Now you want Kobe to be the logo. What happens if Jordan dies? You want Jordan to be the logo? What happens if some, all these other people? There's a lot of motherfuckers out there that's walking close to death. What happens then? I really want to know how much Jerry West gets paid for that. I'm, he might not get anything. Because that would be something, wouldn't it? Like you're the logo of the league and you don't get paid for that. As a player, you basically give your likeness to them. And I know back then they didn't have no fucking rights. <laughs> yeah, because I think he was like popping before there was free agency and shit. They probably cut him a check and was like, oh, this is all you'll get, partner. But I don't think Jerry West care. Jerry West does the the ownership stuff. He does shit where he's with one team or he's consulting these teams or whatever. He doesn't give a shit. I do give him kudos for saying, you know, hey, look, I have not been popping in league in decades. Yeah, I don't. Y'all can use somebody else. I do not need to be logoing. Like you could hear it in his voice when they bring it up. Like he uh, wants no parts of it. My boy uh, Dan Patrick, who does the Dan Patrick Show, he'll always refer to him as the logo. He will never call him by his name. And he was like, one time he's like, "Look, man, you got to stop with that, okay? I, I really don't want to be the logo." Yeah, anymore. like, why does it have to actually be somebody? Like, just make it. I just love the fact that he he acknowledged it, that. Like, make look, it the black nigga from Wee Basketball. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care. Um, make it Leon's character what's from the P- above the rim. What's the PG the PGA Tours ship? Make it Tiger. Why why are you I don't give a fuck. Make I don't pick a crackhead. Have him shoot a jumper. That's the logo. Would I you don't wanna, care. Would you want to be a logo? No. You wouldn't want to be a logo? Of what? I don't know. Like, just think of something and be a logo. Think of something. I mean, sure. I can be a logo to the show. I don't give I don't care. Like <laughs> It doesn't matter. Like it's stupid. It's so stupid. Come on, man. How long has the NBA been around? Come on. Do do something. Do I don't give a fuck if it's a Seattle Seahawks logo. Do something. But you don't have to make it a person. I do say respect Jerry's wishes, though. If he doesn't want to be logo anymore, just just get rid of him. As a make it the O'Brien. Make it a basketball going through a fucking hoop. I don't give a. F- make it Aisha Curry. I don't care. Just stop talking about it. Like, what what good does, does this do? Of all the things that you could change about basketball, the last thing I'm thinking about is the goddamn logo. And if you if it's not broke, why fix it? Why mess with it? 
it's known around the world as the logo it is. Why are y'all fucking with it? A league, all sports leagues are so, so, um, what's the word, hesitant to change shit. And now y'all want these motherfuckers just to be changing their, the, the face, the, the literal identification of the league. Like, why? Because Kobe died? Okay, yes, I was just as sad as y'all are. But the last thing I want is for Kobe fucking Bryant to be the logo of the NBA. Why? Which is where I, where I go back to how much Jerry, like, does the family get anything from you, this? You want to know who needs to be the logo? Rasheed Wallace. The shit that he got on the side of the Air Force Ones, that should be the logo of the NBA. <laughs> but I do want to see, like, if they say they do uh, make Kobe Bryant the new logo, right? How much does the family get in that? Is it a one-time deal? Like, hey, we're going to make Kobe the logo. Here's a check. And or is it would a, assume every as, season before As long as he's a logo, up, I would bam. like to have stock option in the NBA or whatever it may have you, ownerships. Something. Yeah, I think Vanessa should have a right, if they do, make but him the logo. I, like, know, I know that shit would never happen the way it should. So then y'all are going to be like, oh, make Kobe the logo. But then you're going to be like, oh, why isn't she being, uh, why isn't she getting money like she's supposed to? And then you're gonna say, "Oh man, they're ripping, they're, they're ripping Vanessa off. They they don't respect Kobe's wishes and all." The... Y'all gonna turn this into something that it really don't gotta be. See, this is what I I really if they're gonna change the logo, I would like for somebody to be alive. If you're gonna like, so Michael Jordan, right? So he could have his input. So we don't have to go. Well, what would Kobe do? See, you know what I mean? Yeah, but then at some point, they're gonna die too. That's, that's what I'm saying. And that's then, the danger of making the logo somebody that's actually a person. If you if you're gonna do that, I would just like for the person to be alive before you do it so that there's an agreement like, hey, here's and then this is who's next in line. So after my time is up, because they've changed the logo before. It used to be George Mikan, and then it went to George Jerry Russ. Why don't you make uh the dude uh Don not um the old commissioner of the logo? Adam Silver? No, the other one. I don't know you talking about. Ah, fuck. The, the one that died right before Kobe. I died. know. Oh, fuck. And they did a tribute to him on that show, too. Uh, I can't remember his name right now. Um, fuck. What is going to be him choking on a water bottle or something? I don't, I don't know. How that nigga shooting a jumper? <laughs> That would be something. I really, I really don't. I don't. I don't care. I don't hey, think anybody should really care. Um, moving on. AEW Revolution was last night, and I gotta say, um, for most of the show, it was all right. I thought ninety eight percent of that show was amazing. No, I'm gonna say ninety five. Um, it. It was something towards the end, was it? Wasn't it? it hey was, man, uh... I'm. So, All right, let's get down. Let's get so... let's, let's before we hey, before we listen. get to that last part. Because <laughs> I know we're listen. We we on the same wavelength with with the ending. Okay, let's just go down the match card. Okay. All right. All right. So first we had Rio and Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker and Mickey. That Ito. was during the pre-show, so I didn't watch it. That was all right. It, it was fine. It was what it was. It was a okay. YouTube match. 
It wasn't like you, nothing was going to jump out at you. Like, oh man. I think they just wanted to fit another woman's shit. One other woman's match somewhere on the card. Yeah. Because they only have one. Um, then you have the AEW Tag Team Championship. The Young Bucks versus Chris Jericho and MJF. I'm going to repeat this theme later on in another match. The Bucks carry Chris Jericho. Yeah. Did you see when he went for that line saw and he almost slipped through the ropes? Yes. He's getting old, man. He's, he's hey, he looking a little flabby and sick, too. MJF did a good job in that match. Um, the Bucks came off in that match. I don't know if they're going to make the turn, though. You want to you wanna know what I've noticed and that I don't like anymore? What's that? I don't like knowing wrestlers' political views. Yeah, that's kind of weird, isn't it? Because it makes it difficult to like them as characters. Like knowing that... I'm supposed to like the Young Bucks. Knowing that they... Uh, but I don't. Road for old boy. Like, and I know that, I know that comes in the question of a lot of people. It is probably something I shouldn't even wear, but it, it, it does. It just it kind of bothers me, so I don't like them. I mean, I think we talked about this a while, like back in the beginning of this show. Like I've tried with to Tony Khan. I've and, tried to separate shit. And Cody it's, it's and them. Difficult. And my take that I was going to have on um, uh, the Black Roads, I, I, I was going to sort of... Let that off, and then I said, "Nah, let me not. Let me make this a month about love." It's just, like love. it's just difficult to look like, I, and I've tried very hard. It's difficult, and I'm just like, uh, I'm good. <laughs> After that, we had a tag team casino royale, which the rules confused the hell out of me in that. Well, so if you knock one person out in the tag team. Mm-hmm. Your team is still eligible because you have another person in there. Yes, and I feel like they should have just made it so that if one person is eliminated from your team, the whole team is eliminated. I did, I, I liked how they did it because if they did it the other way, it would be half the half. It just went like half the match would be over. One person that they need to push to the moon, other than Jungle Boy, from this match is Johnny Silver. Yes, I and I, I thought to myself last night: are are Dark Order back to being jokes? If they're back to me, it's a better version than what they were before. It's a way better version than what they were before. And it, it just, I, I don't want them to go back to being the joke of the... Now, I think with Adam Page is going to give them a little something extra. I think they're going to be it's, like it's, the New Day where they're going to be it's, like... Is he a joke? But what I'm saying is, is there, it's going to be like the New Day, basically, where they're probably just going to be loose. And just be fun with it. They're not really going to be joking around, but they're going to be loose with it. See, but and they're going to make fun of it. The New Day was doing that while having the longest reign for the tag team champions. But I'm saying, before, when they first came out, they were preachers. They were preachers. They, yeah, were, yeah. they were supposed to be the new nation of domination. Yes. But then they switched it off. And then they became more lighthearted, and there was merchandise involved. Because I think Dark Order does like a lot of merchandise. So there's merchandise evolved. They're fun now. Like, See what I mean? But as they did all of this, they kept winning. Dark Order's not really winning a whole lot. I understand what you mean. It's like you you at least 
if you had three, they had three different tag teams from the Dark Order, and not one of them even made. And the like, last person was John Silver. Yeah, he was in the Final Four. Yeah, and he actually was showing his ass for a bit. Like, um, I, either either push him or do something. Like, I don't like that they're like in stagnation right now. It just seems like they're and then Hangman not like being with them but not really being with them but being like and then what are you doing with Hangman? I really thought he was going to do uh, be a part of that whole Bullet Club thing. Yeah, and because that's his group. And even why wasn't he in? Why couldn't you throw him into that face of the revolution thing? Like if the if the next belt is the the TNT belt. Why? Why is he not competing for championships? That's my question. Or he even, might get a push, or even yeah, he might. But I just I, I don't like you have him just drinking and then coming to the ring and wrestling and doing good and then going back to drinking and which which was cool to to get him kicked out of the elite, but you haven't really gone anywhere with it anymore. Jungle Boy, I think people have been saying this for close to two years now. He should have been had a push. I feel like the push. And they won't do it. They wasted that on Orange Cassidy. If you want to be real. Ooh, they did. They really did. They definitely did. They would. Because imagine Jungle Boy in that that spot with Chris Jericho and shit. Yeah. Just saying. They they, they wasted Orange Cassidy shit. Not saying anything is wrong with Orange Cassidy, but the way they were pushing him and to see how that ended. To where now he's back with like the mid card and shit. And that, and I'm gonna keep it a butt. I know the, the the next match is the the best friends Miro and what's the name Kip Sabian match. I didn't need that match. I didn't need that match at all. I don't think that match did anything for the program. No, I didn't. And throughout all of that, Miro looked like the type of dude. I don't know why he's in this angle where he's like the 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 third wheel. Kip Sabian and and Penelope Ford, who's his real wife, by the way. I didn't even know that. Um, but just having like and watching that match, I'm looking at Miro and I'm going, "You don't need any of this. You literally could just come through and wreck shit and dip. Like yeah. you, you don't need to sit there with the t-shirts and the video games and shit like this." I think they were trying to buy time. Before they start pushing him to. Because I can see him in the main event picture. Like if oh, absolutely. He, if they get rid of all the extra shit and let him do like he was doing in the ring yesterday. Because when he was in the ring yesterday, he looked like a man possessed. He looked like the most dominant person in AEW. And I would use that. They're probably not going to. See, I think AEW has a thing with, they have the opposite of what Vince has. You know, Vince has a joint in for big dudes and shit. He wants to put them. I think AEW is the opposite. I have my opinion for AEW, but I'm going to save it for the rest after we're done with all of this. I think I think they like pushing their smaller wrestlers. Um, We had Kurashida versus Rio. I'm not going to say that last name because I will fuck it up. That match was kind of slow. Kind of slow. It, it The ending was very good, though. And then they had Nana Rose and Britt Baker and Rebel and Thunder Rose and them all come out because it was like the girls were getting jumped and then Thunder Rosa Thunder Rosa came out and I was like okay 
She ain't got no more backup. I did the math. It was three against four. They, one with a crutch. They 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 uh they don't know what they're doing anymore with with the women's. They division. really don't. They know they don't want to take the belt off of Sheeta yet, but that's it. Nyla Rose only really shows her face when it's around the title scene. Britt Baker, I don't even think, has sniffed the championship yet. She hasn't. And that's like their top star right now. If they were smart, they would have put the belt on her. She could talk. She can work. It's just... It's People a, are interested in what she has to say and what she does. They're... Uh, I, think, I, I think they're just lost when it comes to their women's division. Next up was Hangman Page versus Matt Hardy. That was another match where you can clearly tell that Hangman was sort of doing most of the work in that. Most of it. I know when they brought up Private Party, I was like, yeah, Matt is blown up. Because he could barely move towards the end of that match. Yeah. He was definitely out of breath. Uh, next, we had the Face of the Revolution ladder match. Where it was Cody versus Matt Caster, who's the guy with the boombox that raps that I wish they would get rid of that part of his gimmick. Because <laughs> it's horrible. Scorpio Sky, Penta L Zero, and Lance Archer. Oh, and uh, the mystery guy that was supposed to come out was... Did I say his name already? Uh-uh. Ethan Page. Ethan Page. Who is one of those <clears throat> indie guys that you really got to be a fan of wrestling to know. Um... It was very spot driven, but I fucked with it though. It was a ladder match. When you when you get a ladder match, I mean, I didn't like the fact that the ring above them looked like a sonic ring, but it is what it is. And it wasn't very high. Um, I like the outcome. I like the ending with Scorpio Sky because you know he's not an SEU anymore. Yeah. So the simple fact that uh, he won finally, I, I think this is going to be the push. That gets him the championship, or at least the TNT championship. Because I remember people really being mad at AEW when he went up against Cody, and they thought that was going to be the night where the belt switched over to him. Um, I I, I don't know if they're going to take it off of Darby. I think somebody else is going to take it off of Darby, and he's going to come and get it. Well, he has his match with Darby on Wednesday. Oh. Oh, so this was—I thought this was leading up to like another pay per view. My no, bad. No, no, his match is on Wednesday. <laughs> He's the only person in between now and, and Wednesday that's going to fight for that belt. Well, that changes everything. I would have not done that. I would have treated that like a money in the bank type thing. Like between now too, and the next pay per view, that's that's what you could doing. just show up with like the brass ring or something which like is, that. Which is funny because. All the other shits is basically like that, where they could get the title shot whenever. Because I know they do a match where they get like a big ass poker chip, and that's like them cashing in. Yeah, and they get it. They get it whenever they, whenever they feel. But no, that this one, he's he's getting the, the title shot on Wednesday. Next up, we had Sting and Dur- Darby Allen versus Brian Cage and hey, the Stars. Hey man, I thoroughly enjoyed that cinematic classic. I'm going to say this again. This is going to be a recurring theme. Ricky Starks made Sting look incredible. He did. He did. 
But I this better be the last shit. You can clearly tell how padded that sweatshirt was. Oh God, yes. You can clearly see the padding. There was a couple spots, and I'm like, I don't know how they did it, but there's no way they did the spot that when he hit Sting in the back of the head with the two by four. Oh, you think the bar was or the two bar four had to be gimmicked? It had to be because y'all take a lot of liberties with that old motherfucker. That's why I said that sweatshirt he had on because I was like, "Damn, he got big." And then I realized Sting has never been that big in yeah. like the last ten years. Yeah, that James Harden system going on. Yeah, he definitely has some padding in that sweatshirt to sort of protect him and his spine and his neck and shit uh, from getting any worse. It, it was all right. Um, Somebody got to tell me why Taz is orange and the sun is lily white. Oh, my God. I just need somebody to tell me. I'm not touching that. Just tell me why Taz is orange and his son is white as shit. I didn't know that was his son until they said it last night. Yeah, came up. random ass dude? It came up when... um, and they inserted him when Cody says something about him because he was going to Cody's wrestling school. And that's when Taz choked Cody out. And he's, the, he's been a part of this whole thing ever since. The surprise signing was Christian Cage. That's cool, I guess. And then we have the main event, the exploding barbed wire match or death match. For the AEW World Championship between Kenny Omega and John Moxley. Let me tell you something, folks. A majority of this match, a majority of this match was just gruesome and just, it was just beautiful to watch. It was fun. It was fun. It looked like fun. I was not going to, I'm not going to do that shit, but it looked like fun. Technically, the whole match was fun because the shit, the, the weird shit that happens after the match is over. So Kenny wins the match. He got his boys out there with him. I saw that coming though. Yeah, yeah. John Moxley ain't got no backup. And then my boy Eddie Kingston comes out there because the ring apparently after thirty minutes the ring was supposed to explode. Yeah, supposed to. And they had Eddie Kingston out there. Covering up John Moxley to save him from the explosion. And it was just random sparkles. People, I I dare y'all, y'all got to look this up to see the quote unquote explosion. It was just a bunch of sparklers that just popped off at the ring. Eddie Kingston's cell job on that was the funniest shit. So, the... Because at first I was like, is it supposed to be a joke? I thought he was laughing. But then I realized that nobody from Bullet Club was laughing at it. But I thought Eddie was laughing. Like when he was covered up and like the sparkles gone. Like, but oh then, man. But then us. as I kept watching, I realized they were selling it like it Eddie was, a was big explosion. selling the shit out of that. Even Tony and Shivani and Jr. was like, I was like, they're they're talking like there was a big explosion. Do they not see that there was no big explosion? I like how at the end of that uh, they gave John Moxley the, the the microphone, and he said Kenny can't build a ring for shit. Well, you know they took that video down. 
out of where it went, but they took that shit out of here. Um, I think they but, could play with that. I if that was so, like, I don't I don't know what to say. If that was supposed to be a real explosion, they really fucked that up. I just love Eddie's sell job on that though. And you don't want after a pay per view like that, you don't want the topic of Monday to be. Oh, y'all niggas can't do explosion. explosions like you're supposed to, huh? Especially when you're talking in the whole match about how in 30 minutes this shit's going to blow up. So I wanted to see. I was like, let me see. <laughs> let me see some shit. Like, I expected them to get the, like, out the ring at like, the last moment and the shit to blow up for real. Like, of course, I didn't want anybody to get hurt, but I wanted to see some shit really blow up. Like, it would have been better if Eddie had got up off of John and he was like, yo, that, that was it? I thought it was supposed to be, but then, yeah, but then he's slaying on the ground with him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like this, and they're bringing they're bringing the medical people in the ring to look at Eddie. There's nothing wrong with Eddie. He was laying on top of him. He's fine. He sold the fuck out of that. Man. I'm like, why are y'all checking Eddie out for injuries? He he was fine. He didn't have a match tonight. He was fine. So I guess it wasn't. It didn't do like it was supposed to because. Uh, or maybe he was supposed to go off the air before we saw that. Because there's no way that they're checking Eddie for injuries when nothing happened. <laughs> like, why are y'all checking? Yeah. You just watched him run to the ring like the rest of us. There's nothing wrong with him. He's fine. Did he twist his ankle running to the a, ring? Here's a theory. Theory could be clock's going down, the pay-per-view time's out. We don't see exactly what happens till Wednesday, right? Yeah. So they have Eddie out there. He jumps on top of him, and so it looks like, you know, da da da. And then they sort of do something in post production where they make it seem like the ring exploded. Yeah. Because John is supposed to be leaving. Like I think this was supposed to be his last match for a while because Renee was there. Yeah. So I think they were going to do that and sort of sell the fact that he's not going to be around for a while. But they messed up, and the cameras kept rolling and shit, and so they did the actual pyro. Because when you hear the audience when it first dropped, they're like, ah, and they start laughing. So I'm guessing they were in on it, like the audience was in on it. Well, yeah, because... We worked. Yeah. I'm just saying, I don't think that was supposed to be the end Because I'm sure they told the audience, hey, at the end of this, it's not going to be an explosion. It's just going to be this, that, and the third. But you told the audience, but the wrestlers that stand around ringside, they were like, oh, all the wrestlers are backing up and taking cover. We're taking cover. And then, I, man, I, they, they fucked up. Yeah. That's because the only thing that niggas are talking about now is that they fucked that up. Which is bad because the, the rest of the preview was pretty good. Do I think they'll do like a gimmicky match like that again? Probably not. Probably not. They'll do a gimmicky match that's not that. They're not going to do anything do like revolving. a hardcore match again. They're not doing anything revolving around explosions anymore. Yeah. Because even the explosions in that were kind of cheesy. But. Yeah, they were. And still, then. You still were getting thrown to barbed wire. And then wait. When he DDT'd him outside or suplexed him outside onto the pallet that's supposed to explode with the barbed wire on it. And then nothing happens other than like a like little pop of ex- like a firework. That was what was supposed to scare them away from doing anything on there. 
Because that didn't seem like it was too frightening. But, like, yeah. I, I don't understand. I'm not, I don't work there, so I don't know. All in all, it was a good pay-per-view. Um, it was what it was, I guess. See if we got, damn, we did we already get? And I was supposed to watch this because I had this recorded today. I'm going to go ahead and uh, watch it a little later on. I couldn't watch the Woody, Alley, Woody Allen documentary anymore just because my spirit, I just, I couldn't because uh, he's a sick fuck. So I was going to watch before I passed out last night that uh, Oprah interview with the, with the Royals. For the Royal family. Boy, when I woke up this morning, uh, the main topic was about how the royal family feels about Megan and the children and stuff. I did not know that they did not give her security clearance. Or not security clearance, but security guards. And their main excuse was, we can't pay for it. We can't afford to pay for it. When we know that's a goddamn lie. It's a royal fucking family. Yeah. They got money. Um, and then all of this brought back a memory of mine of when Princess Di passed away and my parents being in the living room and I told you conspiracy theorists, I I love them to death because they'll come up with some shit out of thin air and it damn near makes a little sense. But at the time, the, the theory was, the rumor was. That Princess Di was killed because she was dating an Egyptian man. And he happened to be black. And they didn't want... Because I think she was allowed to still be at the palace and shit. And they didn't want her bringing him around the palace. So they killed her and him. Huh. Right? So I did a little looking up of the passing of Princess Di. Because I didn't know exactly... Nobody ever told me exactly... Or nobody ever told me. I never really knew how she died. I just knew she died. And I knew it was all over the news. I think this happened like in 97. But it was just all over the news. I'm like, who, who is this white woman they keep putting on TV? Like, why is she? Because I was too young to know who she, who she, or know of her. Yeah. I, I didn't know all the shit. She was doing a whole bunch of shit before I was even born that I didn't know of until I was like later on in life. Like in high school and shit. But I didn't know how she died. I didn't know that she died in a car wreck and all this other stuff. And so I'm reading all of this. I'm like, you know what? My mom and them might have been on to some shit. Right? Because they didn't find any true malfunctions with the car. It was just a, a, a random mechanical error that would have happened to anybody. But that knowing how this family gives it up, nah, that wasn't the case. So when Megan starts talking about all the racial stuff, I'm like, oh, man. Like, they killed Princess Di because she brought somebody just for to visit. Megan is about to live there. Then I read a uh, person's, somebody wrote an article about the stuff that happened last night about her mother, Megan's mother. And how at the wedding when she showed up with dreads. She was talked down about from the royal family. Why would you show up with that hairstyle in our palace and things? Yeah. 
and it was it was a real article, and it was something that sort of turned Megan off to the royal family, like with a quick. Well, first of all, you talk about my mother, crazy. We we gotta have words. We gotta have words. Oh, absolutely. But just knowing how the royal family is a little different, and seeing a black woman walk in with dreads, and she's supposed to be a member of the family now. Yeah, I can see how Megan was starting to feel a certain way about being at the palace. Here's a clip, though, of when they were talking about her child, Archie. Concerns and conversations about how dark his skin might be when he's born. What? And who who is having that conversation with you? What? So, um, there is a conversation. Hold up, hold up. There's Stop several. Right con- now. There are several conversations. There's a about conversation it. with you, with Harry, about how dark your baby is going to be, potentially, and what that would mean or look like. Ooh. I have a theory as to who actually had these conversations with because she never said she's still protecting them, and I. Rightfully so, because I feel like there's a hitman coming for her right now. I think it was either Big Brother, the balding Big Brother, mm-hmm. or his wife. It had to be one of those two. Who sort of was like, damn, is that baby going to come out black? No one damn. You don't see Meghan Markle. She's not that dark. Her mom wasn't even that dark. And the baby, if you look at him now, if you're looking at him now, he don't look like he got a speck of us in him. I've never, I've never seen. I don't. I don't really keep up. He with looks like a chubbier thing. version of his dad, just with really, not the red hair. Like I've never really kept up with shit about the royal family. I never did either until this point. I remember she was on Suits. That's it. Oh man, I love that show so much, man. That's another topic for another day. But yeah, I think it was either the big brother that said something crazy. Because he's been known to say some racist shit. Like, people, you don't have to really dig that far on big brother and some fucked up shit that he said. Or it could have been his wife. Or both. It could. Well, she did say multiple conversations, so it could have been both of them. Probably mama, too. Or grandmama, excuse me. Mm. I can see grandma say some, some, some wild shit. We know the husband can't say nothing. I, I don't even think he's still alive, really. I think they're just using him as a prop. Like Weekend at Bernie's? Yeah. Oh, man. Talking we, about somebody's skin we, color. He purple. Weekend at Britain. Weekend at Buckingham. I'm sorry. That was all bad. You know that there's... I'm disappointed in myself. The, the, the grandfather, who's the next in line, I think, the queen's first son, uh-huh. he has a younger brother who is wanted by the FBI for questioning about the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing. I'm not surprised. And the royal family has been like protecting him all this time. Oh, yeah. I'm not surprised because they, they, they they're not going to extradite him. 
I just like how they're and they tried to get ahead of this by saying that Megan was bullying people in the palace and stuff, which I knew that was listen, I know a media hack job when I see one. Yeah, right. Okay. Like they knew she said some shit up here that was truthful and they were like, No, she was a bully. Like try to get ahead of it. Like they act like she was a, a bum before she got before she got married to them. You know what it is? She's not from England. She black. And there's no like noble blood in her. Yeah. So to Prince Harry, he probably was in love with her for who she was, right? Which is how the love is supposed to be. Supposed to be. But the rest of the family is like, well, she's not a noble. She's not white. She's not Harpo, who is this woman? Basically, because I, I read um, that they were talking crazy about Princess Diana because she came from a blue collar type of family. Yeah, God forbid you come from a family of people that work. I was like, shit. <laughs> like, damn. Like, why, why is the royal? Okay, I, I'm not from England. I'm definitely from America. We got our own shit going on over here, okay? But why is the royal family still a thing? I think they're the only country that really holds on to that, even though they have no position of power, really. Yeah. It's just a title. Yeah, I don't really know. I've never been over there. Like, I, I don't even follow this shit. Like, I don't care. Fuck all of them. I don't, I don't give a shit. Um, Kudos to Tyler Perry, though. What he, did he do? He offered to have them stay in his home and use his security in Atlanta so that they wouldn't have to worry about somebody coming over and doing something crazy to him. All the time? I guess. Oh, that's that's him. Which, I mean, he makes some horrible-ass movies and TV shows, but damn it, he's, he seems like a pretty good guy. Seems. I don't know how he is, really. But then again, it could have been just for flex. Like, hey, I got the royal family in my house. Uh, I mean, either way, I don't really give a shit. <laughs> God bless Tyler Perry. Kudos to him. But if you're not going to do that, if that's not going to be a thing that's happening all the time, it defeats the purpose. You're just prolonging the inevitable. <laughs> if they don't get got, they don't get got. Yeah, you thought saving them and, and taking them to Atlanta was going to... Speaking of Atlanta, y'all niggas are disgusting. I know y'all was out here wilding out this weekend. Y'all are nasty. Did you see the stripper with no leg? No, I didn't see no damn shit with no... You know what? <laughs> you haven't seen that video yet? No, and I don't want... I know Dom seen the video. I don't want it. It's a stripper with... And they're throwing money and gift cards at her. I can't make this up. Why the fuck... Are, you know what? <laughs> Atlanta, y'all real. Y'all are real. Y'all are out here fighting in Lenox Mall and shit. I seen mad niggas getting their car tires jacked. Y'all, man, there's somebody that was flying to Atlanta on a, and back on a buddy pass is still stuck there right now. You see the girl that was, instead of staying in a hotel, she used the U-Haul truck. She thought she was going to get her a player from, from All-Star Weekend. Holy shit. It's creative. Will it work? Probably some, not. Some of y'all heifers don't follow sports enough. To be down there for shit like this? Because y'all niggas get lied to. Y'all swear y'all fucked Julius Randle, but you didn't. And it's always it's always a fringe superstar. Like, Julius Randle was an all-star this year for the first time ever. He's a fringe star in the league. 
it's always those niggas that can be impersonated that y'all get got by. Nigga, if y'all don't start watching ESPN with your man at home before you want to take your talents to South Beach for, for fucking All-Star or whatever it is, do your homework if you're going to be out here. Wasn't that last year where all the strippers were stuck in the damn airport? Yes. Buddy passes. Oh, Because if there's no room, then you're not getting on the flight. So you got to wait. And the thing, that's just basketball. Like, that's like basketball players all-star. Like, we aren't talking. I don't know how those soccer players do it over in Europe. And they're fucking, like, superstar isn't the word over there. Women. Superstar ain't the word. They're fucking gods over there. Like, we're talking about all-star weekend. We're talking about, like, one weekend of the women actually trying to catch one. I don't know how David Beckham had a life outside, like, regular life with his family. We ain't, I give I give kudos to David Beckham because he ain't have a, I don't think he had a whole lot of fucking shit going on. He his kids is by posh. Cause I would have had twelve families outside of my and marriage. She was smart as shit too. She ain't even sitting there and think about no spice girls anymore after that. She was like She was um, like, Oh I'm good either way. You bitches uh, have fun. I mean I'm getting paid with the Spice Girl shit, but I'm getting paid paid just being with David. So Man. y'all had that. Man, she been chilling ever since, looking good as a motherfucker, yeah. Shout out to Victoria Beckham. And then and then they were like, Oh man, she can come back and we can do the whole she not finna leave to talk with y'all. She's like, Oh, y'all want me to go on what? Y'all tour. Y'all broke things. She like, man Brokies. Aubrey's coming over for brunch. And I don't mean one of my friends, I mean Drake. That nigga's coming over for lunch. We got business to talk. I'm not going with y'all nowhere. Y'all play Wembley, you let me know. I'll drive over there. It's my backyard. We just spent two weeks over at the Dalai Lama's house. You want me to come over here and sing with y'all on tour? Sing? You got me fucked up. I remember the songs. <laughs> what? And she still look bad, too? She does not she have time to be with them. In the most one- She's just been minding her business for the rest of her life, and she's chilling. That is she money and relaxation. All these, like, uh, what's the day? Neymar and Ronaldo and Messi. These motherfuckers are rich beyond their wildest dreams. They're going to die. That's like, I, I don't know. I randomly had a thought the other day when Dame Dash on Champions was like, uh, he was rich like George Steinbrenner. Boy, if George Steinbrenner had Dame Dash's account in 2002, he or 2001, he would have killed his whole family and himself because he would have been destitute. Man, y'all don't even realize the time. There's rapper money. There's in, like like sports team owner money. Then there's soccer player money. <laughs> Those motherfuckers over there. Baseball is somewhere in that too. Somewhere, tier. somewhere in there. And then a baseball owner is somewhere in there too. But those, and then, and then wait, there's those people that own soccer clubs. I've said it on here plenty of times. That Khan family, Tony oh, and God. his father, They're his, never gonna run his father's the one with all the money. If we're being real. But he had the pen, Tony had the pen numbers. <laughs> That's all Tony he did. definitely, like, imagine going to your father going, hey, I want to start my own wrestling promotion. Oh, here you go. Here's a few million. Have fun, Junior. And that's an angel investment. He doesn't have to pay that back. Man, that would be the life. Dog, it's... 
It's money that you, like you winning the lottery and changing your life, they're laughing at that. They're like, oh, that's really, that's cute. <laughs> oh, you got a little money. That little 80 million is cute. Oh, you still, do you still can't sit in the rooms with them. Don't you can't let, even get a car to drive up to the spot. I don't know why. Don't let that. Yes, winning the lottery, getting money, getting that. That's going to open doors, not the doors that they're going to be behind. You think you think you saw powerful people when you won that lottery. Nope. Because they know just like we all know, that lottery money don't last. That Kardashian money? They got generational money. They got to they gotta go through, some, they gotta go through some, some different avenues to get in those rooms. And we never talked about Kanye and Kim. That was that week that you fucking blew me off all week, and I'm mad about it. I didn't blow you off, D. I'm so mad about it. I had, well, I had, I had the One Blood remix ready. I had it ready. Boy. I had, I put a dog, I had to stretch before you, I was like, man, because I'm about to do numbers. I mean, if you want to still do them, you can do them now. No, it's too late now. It's, it's Isn't that too late? I no, heard. you know how it feels when you, you geared up to do it that day and then you can't? You know how that feels. You've been there before. That's like a girl telling you, oh, yeah, you do, I'm, I'm going to do all this. And you ready. you like, yo, I done, I done took a little extra, you know, so I done stretch. I done, you know, I, I did everything I needed to do to get ready. And then you go over there and she's like, I hate to tell you this, but I started my monthly. Your mouth don't work? And that's something. But that's not what she was, that you were promised. I need something. You were promised a kickflip, back alley. I need a mouth. A 900. You know what I hate? I was messing around with this girl, right? Oh, my God. (laughs) And this this is, and and she, this happened, you know, the whole, my mouth, you know, my stuff happened. And I said, well, your mouth don't work. She says, I can't do that because I get horny when I. When I, you know what I mean, and then it makes uh-huh. me want to have. I was like, well, we could still, you know, we could put a towel on or something. I, I, I could wear a condom. I'm allergic to latex, though. So I was like, you just didn't want to have sex. Like you didn't want to have sex at all. You were just talking shit. But I was young. I was young. I didn't know that some girls just like to talk shit just to talk shit. Yeah, yeah. Like this is pre minning shit Twitter times. So that shows you how young I was. Duh. Every, every day I get another example about women couldn't have their own social media. Every day. And it's always funny. Y'all really gassed yourselves into thinking we're the problems. <laughs> God bless. Y'all are funny. Y'all, y'all are funny. And I've been watching Jersey Shore. Oh my God. Y'all girls are the fucking worst. Y'all are the worst. I'm going to start watching Shit's Creek this week. Y'all could probably get the Shits Creek after after Jersey Shore. You gotta let me know when you get that uh, that Peacock account popping. I'm gonna try to get that this weekend. So you talking you this Paramount Plus? Hey, quick question: uh, Is Arsenio Hall's TV show on uh, on Paramount Plus? You, I have no idea, nigga. I have not looked. Hold on, let me look right now. Yeah, go ahead and look. Um, while I play this music from. Uh, a Norfolk legend since we were talking about money. I'm ready. I'm 
Yeah, I'm ready for that 1400 to hit. Now, it's got to pass tomorrow, but I'm ready for that money to come through. 1400 would do a lot for me. I know. I'll send you up, man. <sighs> man, I don't think I want to give you that peacock anymore. Wow, whoa, 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 whoa. Let me hey, yo, my God. <laughs> you know what? You rephrase that. Uh, I don't know if I want to give you that NBC streaming uh, service password anymore. Not that you owe me that. God damn. That, I apologize, D. I really do apologize for that. Now you owe me that password. You've been rocking with my WWE Network account for the longest time. Yeah, but I only used it to watch like WrestleMania 18 and shit. Nigga, yeah. get the fuck, get the fuck out of here. You a lying sack of shit. No, what else have I been watching on there? Nigga, the last time I tried to log in, that shit told me, yo, you got too many accounts running at the same. I'm like, nigga, I run this shit, yo. This is my shit. I'm, I'm signing on. Oh, that's probably because we use, uh, when I, sometimes when I watch pay-per-views, I watch them over at Lana's and we use her TV because she she has a smart TV uh-huh. and we watch it on there. Okay, but two, seconds, two seconds ago, you don't, you, don't, you don't use the shit. Well, no, I'm saying I don't use it like all the you talking like I use it every day. No, I mean, not every day. You think, I, don't I, know, you think I, I use it every day? I don't know when the cutoff is. When is the cutoff before they switch finally over to Peacock? I don't know. Peacock starts on the 18th, though. So, Okay, so I'll definitely get the password before then. But I'm not giving this password up until you give me your, th- that shit. What do you think you're going to get first? The stimulus check or the password? The password. <laughs> Oh, you hoping? Hey, hey! I seen today that the sticker, the sticker from Papa John's, has been working for twenty twenty months, months to stop saying nigger. <laughs> and that shit just is it, it's it's hard for him. And do you see like the struggle in his face when he's trying it's not difficult. to say it? And the funny part is, he thinks that's the thing. Like he's like, oh man, I've been trying. You know what would be easy for like you, he's Papa John? a demon. You know what would make things a lot easier for you, Papa John? Have a big black nigga walk with you. And do everything with you. Like how like a babysitter. And every time you say the N-word, let that nigga snuff you. That will make it a lot easier for you to stop saying nigga, you white piece of shit. That'll make it super easy. I'm just looking at this headline now. Let me get the job. Matter of fact, how can I apply? It said, feds seized nearly $3 million worth of cocaine-coated cornflakes. Oh, my God. God. Damn. I was going to say they're great, like Tony the Tiger, but I was like, you know what? I've done enough today. I've done enough today. God bless y'all, man. Y'all, there's going to be a drought somewhere, boy. Imagine eating your cornflakes <laughs> that don't have nothing, and then all of a sudden you just high as a kite. Like, why the fuck am I on top of my house? <laughs> Then it come lunchtime, you shake it like a crackhead because you need another hit. Now, now you eating cornflakes <laughs> three meals a day, and you like, yo, why am I addicted to cornflakes? Oh shit, this shit got this shit got coke in it. All the food that you eat is like, man, it's like they put crack in this. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> they did. You gonna be? <laughs> they did it this time, boy. <laughs> They got y'all niggas by the nuts. Like, y'all not going nowhere. Fuck, fuck Frosted Flakes. Y'all eating this shit. I fucking hated Corn Flakes as a kid, boy. It ain't had no, no kind of sweetness to it. The shit would touch milk and instantly get soggy the second the milk touched it. 
It was the worst thing ever. You might as well go ahead and eat some fucking hot cereal because the shit gonna be mushy in like two seconds. Dog, if I eat that cereal, this would be me on the show that very that very day. I've been turning up for a long time. Oh shit! I've been smoking gas for a long time. For a long time, I gotta get these pieces off my mind. I gotta make. Is it called a block? No. Nobody's gonna tell me that. That's not that. Don't sound like Kodak Black. It's not. It's just a random dude singing in his bathroom. That sounds just like Kodak Black. Speaking of being zooted, I watched Bruno and Anderson uh, do their interview with the uh, Breakfast Club. Uh huh. I don't know if it's like high fashion cocaine. I don't know if it's oh, like brutal guy. It's high fashion cocaine. It, watch that interview. I know you don't really fuck with a Breakfast Club like that. Watch. I watched it just because I wanted to see what they want to like see what when the album was dropping and shit. You know what? You don't really turn me off from the Breakfast Club. They uh, both him and Anderson look, and they had on sunglasses, but their eyes were just not open for most of that. They were gone, and that was in a weed high. There were some extra chemicals involved. You know, I would, I would, I would watch Breakfast Club shit, but I—it's not even Charlemagne because I really don't like Charlemagne. But I don't know what purpose Angela Yee serves on that on that on that show. I just don't. Like, if you took Angela, the shit is no different the day she's not there. Like put a put a fucking a, a a cardboard cutout in her in her chair, and the show is exactly the same. She has no. She gives a woman's perspective, which is cool, but she has no personality. They need to get a better woman to do it. Your girl called her out on that, by the way. Who's my girl? A, a while ago, you know, K Michelle. Oh well, if it K was Michelle a while back. It was a while back though. She was like, "You bring nothing to the table here." She Why doesn't. She brings nothing to the table. Like. I, I was would, like, damn, that's fucked up. Like she had, I, I, I wish she had more of a person, but she doesn't. She's just there. I'm like, what? What? What purpose do you serve on this show? They, they needed some type of woman to put here just so they didn't seem sexist. They still seem sexist. You just seem yeah, dumb. Charlemagne was Charlemagne was getting some shit off, and she would just sit there and laugh. And I'm like, what? yeah, like you just seem dumb laughing at the sexist shit. I'm like, okay, if that's what y'all gonna do, that's what y'all gonna do. Don't listen to me. I'm 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 a broke boy. I don't have any money. Fuck it. I don't work for radio. I don't listen to me. Do what you gotta do. I can't afford the food that Sweetie likes to combine together. Uh, yes, the fuck you can. Yes, we all can. Not at the quantities that she be eating. She be making a big pile of we, shit. We can all afford if Sweetie came out with a cookbook. It will be fine for everybody. She gonna be like that lady. Remember that lady back in the day that was like freaking season, like ramen noodles and shit, and putting cheese in it and whatnot. And she ended up dying. Yeah, I put cheese in my ramen noodles, so don't talk shit. 
She no, she was doing some other shit to them ramen noodles other than just but putting the cheese if, in there. If Saweetie came out with a cookbook, that shit would be the most accessible cookbook in the history of cookbooks. I can't remember her name, but like white people loved her for two years and she, then she died from high blood pressure and everybody was like, Oh my god, I can't believe this and I'm looking at the recipes going, I can. She's not even going to write the recipes in it. She's gonna put the shit that she reads on the packet. Boom, right on the page. Right boom, right on the page. And then she the the rest of it's gonna it's gonna be like when you take a kid to skinny dip. Sweetie definitely gives me hot flaming Cheetos vibes. And you you take a kid to skinny dip and they wanna just put everything they can on their Sunday, on their on their froyo. That's sweetie but with everything. She's like, Oh shit, maybe I should put these marshmallows into my in, in, into this. And Quavo's looking like, What the fuck are you doing? She goes to the Chipotle and bug out. Yeah, yeah, how about this? How about that? How about that? You know what? The works. And then she goes to Skinny Dip next door. She tells them to put shit up there, too. And then she goes home and eats it, and Quavo has to sleep in a different room. <laughs> Bring her a cheese pizza. Y'all boring. Y'all, y'all, put- y'all don't like lima beans and y'all pizza? <laughs> y'all ain't never put no peanut butter up there? Oh, my God. Man, y'all need, y'all need to get better taste. I don't know how sweet he sounds. I've never heard her talk. But... What was what was you're, it? You're ranch on the spaghetti? You 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 damn near there. Yeah, ranch on spaghetti. Man, and I, I saw people defending that. I was like, oh my god, what is who raised y'all? Listen, it's, uh, they grandmama. These are the same people <laughs> that probably put sugar in their grits, and they need their asses whipped. Fuck you. I put sugar in my grits, yo. You eat my, sweet grits? Yes, I love that shit. Oh dog. man, we're at an impasse now. I fucking love that <laughs> shit. Grits ain't nothing but hot. Cereal. I put sugar in all hot cereals. Oh man, let me end the show now. You can follow the show. Oatmeal, uh, cream of wheat, farina, maple, <laughs> hominy grits, grits, all of it is getting sugar. Oh man, you can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter, Y'all or Instagram and Facebook. You don't got me fucked up I'll with the sugar cheese, and the grits. So the cheese in the shit is good too. No, Yo, you're not gonna judge me for putting doing cheese what I in the grits do. is one thing. Okay, listen. But put sugar in your grits? I don't like the taste of the grits regularly. You can follow the show on Instagram like and Facebook quinoa. at This Ain't A Pod. You can follow this. It's like a bowl of quinoa. This, this just uncultured swine. <laughs> wow! Instagram and Twitter. Yo! Exhibit underscore No, relax, dog. I'm fucking, I hate you so much, dog. You don't want to put sugar in the grits. Uncultured swine? Because you're from the South. Y'all niggas eat pig feet. You can follow me on both. Oh, yeah. You got to say to that. Hey man, my grandfather. Y'all eat every, my grandfather used to eat y'all pig eat feet every out the jar. Y'all raw. eat every part of the fucking pig from the rooter to the tutor. But I put some sugar on some grits. I'm a culture swine. Suck my dick. That's un-American. I can't believe you Fuck did that. Fuck you. That's very. I. We need. We we need an intervention. You know what? <laughs> I've never, I've never hated you, better, you more than that. You better right not now, let dog. my mom see you put sugar in the grits. I'll, dog, I will make grits. I will come to your mom's house, ring the doorbell, and then sprinkle some Domino's fucking sugar on that shit and eat it and enjoy it. Now, all your little cousins from the backwoods are going to be harassing me because I put sugar in my grits and enjoy them. What do y'all want me to not enjoy my food? Because I don't eat them like the southern people do? Fuck y'all. We will be back well, I want on you to Thursday. Jim Crow ass grits. <laughs> <laughs> we will be back on Thursday at Fucking 8 o'clock. Take, 
fucking oh good tastes like segregation, man. Fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> kiss my hey. ass. Eat those. Kiss my goods. Hey. How about that? Hey, good night, oh, Wichita. 